Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My man, Danny Otto, down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery, tells me that this is episode 360. We've got almost a year's worth of Fantasy Freestyle, and I thank y'all, the Stats Overbeat Cypher, for making it happen. Happen. Lance Davis, Strong Style, Jilly Dilly, G-Falls, Perry Ng, and the crew. Uh, thanks for sticking with me for almost a year's worth of shows. We got a good show for you. Here's what we're going to do. As you know, what we're going to do is we're going to update the news and notes since last time we spoke here in the Cypher. What we're going to also do... I'm going to give you some DFS nuggets for uh, Sunday's championship games. It's all championship Sunday, guys. I mean, last week I was telling you that I think division weekend is the best weekend in football, and I still do, but that's mostly because there's four games in two days. This Sunday, championship Sunday, we got two games, and it is the one and the two seed in both conferences. I am excited as Tim Tebow at a Jets press conference for all this. So what we're going to do, we're going to do the news and notes. We're going to do some DFS nuggets, right? I got some prop bets, guys, that I want to talk through as well. There's a lot of ways to win a little bit of cash, okay, or Venmo, right, Brian? Venmo, Brian, um, this weekend. And I got to tell you, this Rams-Saints game, it's a tough game to pick. The Patriots-Chiefs game, it's a tough game to pick. All You can make a case for all four teams that are left to win the Super Bowl. If you tell me you think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl, what am I going to do? Say you're Fugazi? No, it's possible. You tell me you think the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. It's possible. You tell me the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I'll be like, all right, that's a, that's a legitimate perspective. You tell me the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. What am I going to do? Say it's crazy? Say it's stupid? No. Any of these four teams really have a viable shot at it. So, that being said, I'm looking for other ways this weekend to win my league and win that cash. And um, I got some ideas for you, and I'll share that with you. And then we got that poll question up as well on Twitter. I'm asking you, in essence, what's going to be the matchup that we wake up to? On Monday morning, what will be Super Bowl 53, right? So your options are all four possible combinations. Is it the Rams and the Patriots? Is it the Rams and the Chiefs? Is it Saints-Pats? Is it Saints-Chiefs? Right now, 
Looks like a lot of people are on the Saints, okay? Because Saints Chiefs is the first choice. Saints Patriots is the second choice. So it looks like not so many people are on the Rams. I'll let you know what I pick at the end of the show. And yes, I will let you guys know what the kids are picking. We got the same kids online. We'll see if any of them are ready to, uh, you know, outpick the spitting statistician. But let's get into it since... uh you know, since we last spoke, let's talk about this. I got some things for you, okay? First of all, um, it looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to make a run at Nick Foles, all right? We talked about this, uh, I think, on the Tuesday show, right? Foles versus Wentz over there for Philly. It looks like Doug Peterson has come out and said that Carson Wentz is their QB1. They're moving forward with Wentz. That means Foles is going to be on the open market. I talked to my man Scott Engel on Roto Experts in the Morning earlier this week. By the way, Roto Experts in the Morning, nominated for Best Radio Show, which, by the way, means your boy Spees, the spitting statistician, is the host of nominees for Best Radio Show two years in a row. But I digress. I digress. But it looks like now Foles is the top of the food chain in terms of free agent quarterbacks, right? Um He's pro- people like him probably better than Flacco or Terod or maybe a Tannehill that might find themselves available out there, right? There's Teddy Bridgewater who might be out there, and we discussed some others, but Foles might be the top of the food chain and the most desired guy out there, and it looks like the Jags are going to make a run. Not only have they said they may make a run, but they just made a hire. They hired John DeFilippo. He used to be the Minnesota Vikings offensive coordinator. Remember, he got unceremoniously fired after that Monday night football game. I believe it was up in Seattle. But here's the thing. He used to be the quarterback's coach of the Philadelphia Eagles and has experience with Nick Foles. And it looks like they're organizing that way to make a run at Nick Foles. That means Blake Bortles service will probably be moving on. There are reports the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks, may cut Gerald McCoy. Let me tell you something. If Gerald McCoy is out there as well. Any teams that need a stud in the middle to shore up their run defense, the Chargers maybe, who knows? These are people, that teams that might be out there. If you struggle stopping the run, you need a a dude on your D-line at nose. McCoy could be out there. I think he's going to be a difference maker for some people. Otherwise, you know, I just talked about DiFilippo. Next week, well, we got like two weeks between Championship Sunday and the Super Bowl. We will go in on the offensive coordinators, the defensive coordinators that were hired. All right. So it looks like to me, Foles is going to be suited by at least Jacksonville. Peterson confirms that Wentz is the QB1 for Philly. Remember, your poll, though, last uh, Tuesday on the freestyle, you know, 41% of you. We're with Carson Wentz. 33% of you were with Nick Foles. It was closer than some people may think. Uh, The only injury going into Championship Sunday that I think matters at all is uh, Spencer Ware. All right, Spencer Ware is limited in practice. He's dealing with that heel injury. Now, here's the thing. He was limited in practice all last week as well. And then he just was not ultimately active for the game against the Colts. Is it going to be that way? I don't know. I think with an extra week, I think he's going to be up. I think he's going to be active, but I don't think he's the lead back. Damian Williams is the lead back. Damian Williams took that job and grabbed it, right? The Chiefs have now even signed them to a three-year extension. Damian Williams is the guy right now. In the offseason, maybe they go after a Jay Ajayi, a Mark Ingram, who knows. But what I do think is important is if you want to put Damian Williams, for example, in your DFS lineup this week, Understand that he may not be the workhorse. He may not get 95% of the carries, okay, like he has been over the last, you know, three Chiefs games or so. 
All right. All I'm saying is know that Spencer Ware may eat into his carries. I don't think he's going to eat into it as much as, say, C.J. Anderson eat it into Todd Gurley's carries last week. But it's just something to know. You're thinking of Damian Williams as like a workhorse. He may be slightly below that. I can see something like a 70-30 split just to keep everybody fresh. So I want to let people know about that. But honestly, the biggest news this week, in my opinion, and I've been saying it for weeks, you got people in Carolina right now. Beat reporters, agents, the owner of the club is saying that Cam Newton may miss the entire 2019 season because of that shoulder that we were talking about towards the end of the season when he couldn't throw the Hail Mary, when it didn't look right. I was telling y'all about that. And all of a sudden, now we hear they may go the Andrew Luck route. They may have another surgery, make him sit out the entire time until he's right. He is their franchise quarterback. It looks like, you know, they were fine running him all into the ground. They were fine with him getting, you know, killed. They were fine with him literally being in a car accident and then playing like that week or the next week. They are finally coming to realize that maybe they need to take care of their franchise quarterback, Cam Newton. We don't know if he's going to actually opt for this second surgery on his shoulder, but he might. And so uh, that's something you really, really need to know, whether you're a Cam Newton owner in Dynasty or even, honestly, if you're a DJ Moore owner, if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, if there's someone who's not Cam Newton under center for the Panthers in 2019, honestly... That impacts the value of everybody, so keep an eye on it if you were. Hey, Gregor Castillo, I don't know if you fire up Kyle Allen. (laughs) Slow down, bro. I don't know about that, Gregory. Here's what I would think they might do. They might take a guy who's a one-year solution who can fit in the same scheme. Tarod, perhaps, uh, would be interesting. No, Jim Ross. Foles is not going to Carolina. Jim Ross, first of all, where's Candace's picks, all right? Second of all, Jim Ross... Foles is going to be a place where he could be the guy, whoever, and wants to be paid as such, whoever would, if Cam Newton misses 2019, whoever goes to Carolina has to know that they're a one-year solution. They're not the guy. Foles is going to be in the market to try to be the guy, right? So I don't know that Carolina's a fit because you know you'll have Cam coming back in waiting. You know what I'm saying? And that will then complicate things. Um, so I don't think uh, it's going to go. Like that. Thank you, Henry. I like what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut. I'm gonna have to shave this off in a couple of weeks. But I appreciate the positive reinforcement. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We are going to go. How am I doing? Bobby Woodruff wants to know how am I doing. I'm doing just fine, brother man. I'm feeling good. If you want to, by the way, call the show and join the show, the number to call is 347-767-6614. Again, the number to call, 347-767-6614. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to give you some DFS nuggets. Let's win a little bit of Venmo or cash, whatever it is here, and let's look at what we have. It's so hard to me, though, with only two games. You know, it's like, where are you going to zig when other people zag? That's what I'm about to tell you. Here's some people that I like this week. At the running back position, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm not paying up for Todd Gurley because CJ Anderson continues to be a threat, right? So I'm not paying up at the top. Alvin Kamara, I love. And when we get to our prop bets, I got some with Alvin Kamara in there. We'll tell you about that. But here's where I'm going. I'm going with two guys. The first is James White. Give me James White. Let me tell you something. The Kansas City Chiefs are 31st in the league against the pass. James White, last time I saw, you look at his stat line, right? 
No carries for no yards rushing. And you're like, oh, speeds. He defecated the mattress. Keep on looking at his stat line, though. 15 catches for 97 yards. All right, that is what plays. He had 17 targets last week against the Chargers. Whether, you know, Jim Ross giving us a weather report in the chat room, and I appreciate that. Whether it's going to be two degrees or whether it's going to be a regular, a regular like 30, 35, which it should be in, you know, mid to late January, it's going to be cold. And I actually think that the balls aren't going to be flying downfield as much. You know, I would lean under on this game, although. I told you I promised I would never give out another under in the NFL, so I will not. But I do think um, I do think it's possible that James White continues to kind of out of the backfield. And remember, this Kansas City pass defense can be had. So I like James White. The other place I'm going to go, and I'm going to tell you something. This to me is I'm surprised he's so far down. I can get Mark Ingram at only 6,100. You know, and I think that's an interesting kind of game. The Rams, as you know, they got, you know, they got their studs up on the D-line, but still they were 23rd in the NFL against the rush. Okay, so I think Mark Ingram could have a touchdown in store, and I'm pretty intrigued about that. Hey, by the way, we got a call. Stats over beats Cypher over there in the YouTube chat. I'll give you one guess at who it is. It's our boy, Connor in Tampa. Hey, Connor, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle with the Stats over beats Cypher. What's good, brother? Yeah, what up, man? Um, just real quick on Jeremy McCoy, um, you don't want him. He's one soft day NFer. Who's that? Like he's who do I not want? Jeremy McCoy. Jeremy McCoy. You oh, Jeremy McCoy. Interesting. You don't like he's McCoy? Hasn't he been good for you for the last decade, though, Connor? Yeah, but like he's been okay, but like he's just like too soft. Like he's always oh, like all like happy and jolly, and he's like right. I did oh, see him on Hard Knocks record. that year, and he was like a positive, fun force. But I thought he was demonstrating leadership on some way as well. You're down on Gerald McCoy, huh? Yeah, like, and, like, we give him help everywhere, but he still, like, can't get it done. Like, this year, JPP, 10 plus sacks. But Joe McCoy, he only had, like, right. like what, like, seven, I think? Like, yeah. he still, well, like, it's harder to like, sack the quarterback from the D-tackle spot. You know, JPP's an edge rusher, yeah, so. But like, yeah, but, like, still, like, and, like, he's really, like, not that good against the run. Like, the reason why we were, like, a top 10 run these, run these this year, because we were, was because of Vita Vea, that big boy. In, right, right, right. All right. Like, 350, but I'm like... Well, there you have yeah, it. Connor in Tampa's not with Gerald McCoy. You got anything else for me, brother man? Yeah, I got a question for um, the freaking for the conference champions play this weekend on yep. DFS. Yep, on yep. DraftKings for GPP. So, um, who do you like better between Sammy Watkins, Mark Ingram, and Ted Ginn? So, here's the thing. <laughs> I like all of them. Connor, I really do. And that's like we were just giving my DFS nuggets out. I like all of them. Sammy Watkins is in my lineup as a flex play right now. I think Sammy Watkins is actually a lock to outperform his value. But the other guy you mentioned is a guy I was on last week. And the guy I'll tell you as my answer, you know, obviously you got to do a relative to the price value as well, Connor. But let me tell you something. I'm giving it to you right now. I said it last week I was on him. I'm going back to the well. Ted Ginn. Junior, Connor, and everybody else. Give me Ted Ginn Jr. Follow my logic here, Connor. All right. Um, Aqib Tlaib, right? Very good corner. I think he's going to shadow Michael Thomas this week. All right. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be on Michael Thomas this week. Right. And then who's that other corner? Oh, it's Marcus Peters. The same Marcus Peters that the Saints abused last week. That Sean Payton, or not last week, last time they played. And Sean Payton was like, I like that matchup a lot. And Marcus Peters was like, oh, yeah, we'll see you again. He's going to be jacked up, in my opinion, 
Okay, and I think that as you know, Marcus Peters is the kind of corner he gambles. He goes for the pick six. I think Ted Ginn double move post corner stop and go all day long. I said this last week. And the very first play of the game against Philly, what they try to do, they tried to hit Ted Ginn over the top. I believe Ted Ginn Jr., who is the number two wide receiver for the Saints, I believe he will burn Marcus Peters at some point in time in the NFC title game. I believe Ted Ginn Jr. will be the Saint with the second most targets in this game behind only Michael Thomas. I think the targets will go Thomas, Ginn, Kamara, if you want to know the truth. My guy for you, Connor and everybody else, whether you're on DraftKings or FanDuel, is Ted Ginn Jr., Connor, and I can get him on FanDuel at least at 5,300. That's my guy this week, Connor. Yeah, but um, real quick, I want to tell you something. Um, I want to. I got a question for you. Um, yeah. So, like, with, like, MT and Tlaib, like, MT plays a lot in the slot. Like, you think Tlaib will even follow him into the slot? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I think they are going to put their shutdown corner on the guy who caught more balls in the NFL than anybody else this year. I do think that's what's going to happen. Um, I, I think they're prudent. It, uh, move would to be to put to leave and have him shadow Michael Thomas. You make a good point. We'll see, Connor. I got to go to the break when we come back. So thanks for the call. As always, hit me up next week after Ted Ginn goes off. When I come back, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dig into some of these prop bets. Let's win a little bit of funky cash on this one. Come on right back with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. All the back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Baby, give me one more chance. Yeah, thanks for y'all giving me one more chance. 360 times so far as we're at episode 360 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Big shout out to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. My man D Blue uh, 213 La. Much love, spitting speeds. Keep it pushing, my boy. That's what's up. Um, hey, Jim Ross, I agree with you, brother. Gronk is done. I'm sorry. Like, listen, whether it's this week or in two weeks in Atlanta, that's Gronk's last game. Gronk is going to walk away, in my opinion. And to be quite honest, I completely support him in this. He's got a great future ahead of him, whether it's in Hollywood or in broadcasting or whatever the whatever he damn well pleases. He's already a Hall of Famer. This coming for a team from a guy who hates the Patriots, all right? Jim Ross, you know this. However, I can admit, this guy is going to walk into the Hall of Fame with a gold jacket five years after he retires, and he should. This guy has already won multiple Super Bowls. He, he can write his ticket. Why would he subject himself to the same torture and punishment? The man has had what, Jim Ross? You know this better than I do. What, three, four back surgeries? You know, why do that? He's one of the few players in the NFL that can continue to keep his brand going and make a name for himself without the NFL. All right, so I think Gronk is done. I think this will be the last game of Gronk's career if 
the Chiefs win at Arrowhead. I will make my pick officially a little bit later on in the show. I also see Jim Ross talking about it's a Ben Watson week. Listen, when the Saints lose, or if they win it all, Ben Watson is walking away too. He actually announced his retirement, so that's interesting. All right, a lot of people, yo, strong style, Ted Finn Jr. might be better than Ted Ginn Jr. I don't know about that, baby. I agree with my man Gregory Castillo. Like I say, I think it's a Ted Ginn Jr. game. All right, so here's the thing that I think is interesting, and I wanted to shed some light on this. Because I... You know, I'm going to make picks. We're going to hear the kids' picks, all that good stuff. But, like, listen, I told you, you can make an argument for all four of these teams win the Super Bowl. So betting, betting money lines, betting spreads, eh, I want to find some new ways to win that Venmo, win that gauge, right? And over on the FanDuel Sportsbook, depending on what state you're in, right, you know, I think there's some very interesting things that I want to share with you guys to check out. They do here for both games something called the player prop parlays. So what they're doing is parlaying the team that wins – with one of their stud players and a kind of prop for that guy. So, for example, as I look at the NFC game, with the Saints to win, you can go Saints win and Breeze throws for 300 yards. That's like plus 180. You can go Saints win and Alvin Kamara to have 50 receiving yards, plus 210. Saints and Kamara to have 100 rushing yards, plus 245. Saints and Mark Ingram over 50 rushing yards. Saints and Thomas over 100 receiving yards. Saints and Thomas over 150 receiving yards. Saints and Ted Ginn Jr. to be over 50 yards receiving. If you think the Saints are going to win, right, you get the Saints, you either got to, you know, give the three and a half, or on the money line, they're minus 178. You find one player that you like, if you like the Saints, this is a way to go. For example, I really think that Alvin Kamara is going to do some work out of the backfield. You know, will Michael Thomas get 150 receiving yards? I don't know. Will he get 100? Because as I believe, he's going to see a lot of Aqib Tlaib. I don't know. Can I say Mark Ingram will get 50 yards? I don't know. Ted Ginn? I think so. But last week, he went 3 for 44. Also, you know, so maybe that's not the one. But if you like Drew Brees to throw for 300 in that dome, or if you like, as I do, Alvin Kamara to get 50-plus yards receiving, I think this dude can do that on one screen pass. You know what I'm saying? I think they're going to target Alvin Kamara a ton. Think about how much Kamara gets targeted here. When I show you Kamara's game log, and we talk about how many times has he had 50 receiving yards, you know, I mean, it's a little bit less than I would think, but let me see, one, two, three, four, five times this year, he's gone over 50 receiving yards, that doesn't count a 46 against Cincy, a 47 against the Giants, you know, that sort of thing, I think that's the way they're going to try to attack him, so I, for example, really like the Saints will win and Alvin Kamara to have 50-plus receiving yards as a potential prop. Because if you like the Saints just to win, we're talking about minus 170. You parlay that with Alvin Kamara, 50-plus receiving yards, now you're at plus 210. Now you're winning some cash. All right, so I think that is an interesting way to go about it. Similarly, if you want to do Drew Brees over 300, listen, how many times did Drew Brees go over 300 this year? 301 last week against Philly. 326 against Pittsburgh. 
363 against Philly, 346 against the Rams. Last time they played the Rams, Drew Brees went 25 of 36 for 346 yards and four touchdowns, okay? He's also got a 363 against Washington, a 396 against Atlanta, a 439 back in week one in the Dome against Tampa. What I'm intrigued by is that the last time they played the Rams on November 4th, he threw for 346. So if you like the Rams to win, I would say parlay it with one of these prop bets. If you like the Rams to win. Here's what you can do. You parlay it with Goff to go for 300, Gurley to go for 50 receiving, Gurley to go for 100 rushing, Cooks to go for 100, you know, uh, Reynolds to go for 50, that sort of thing, okay? So if you like, if you like, uh, first of all, Perry Ying, why you keep comparing me to my picture? It's me. It's me. It's just me. Don't worry about it. I got the beard and all. You know, don't, don't, don't worry about that um, in any event. Um, if you like the Rams to win, I also recommend pairing it with one of these guys. And if I were you, the guy that I would pair it with is, listen, I think that C.J. Anderson thing, that was all cool. That was all good. That was all fun. I think this is going to be more of a girly game. I think Gurley comes back. I think Gurley comes back. I know when I said the DFS, there's the threat of C.J. Anderson, and there is. But I kind of think that this is going to be live or die by Gurley. And so I would do, if you like the Rams to win, I would do that parlayed with, say, something like a girly to have 50 receiving yards or a girly to have, you know, 100 rushing yards. I mean, how many times has Gurley actually played and not had 100 rushing yards, you know? Only 42 against Arizona, only 63 against San Fran, but these are little, you know, smaller amounts of touches. I don't know if I'd go the receiving route with Gurley because he's only gone over that level. Uh, let's see, one, two, three. Four times, So maybe you could do that as well, but that's the way I'm looking at it, all right? I like these player prop parlays over on the FanDuel Sportsbook, at least in the NFC game. Now I'm about to give you something in the AFC game. Jim Ross, listen to me, my man. I want to um, parry in for speeds, the 10-year challenge. I don't even know what that means, but I got to find out. Um, I want to find out. Hey, Jim Ross, I'm talking to you. And I want to hear you in the chat room. I want to tell you, I want you to tell me if you think I'm crazy. All right. There is bets. If you look at the AFC game, I'm over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, you know how it is. Um, there is a prop bet for any player in this game to score two touchdowns. So I know that's a stretch, right? It's not easy. All right, Jim Ross, it's not easy. All right. For a player to score two touchdowns. For example, the favorite is Sony Michelle, and he's still at plus 480. I understand this is a flyer, but if you want to have some fun, guys, on Sunday, maybe it's going to be real cold. Maybe the Patriots are going to want to punch him in the mouth, keep Patty Mahomes off, right? Check this out. To score two touchdowns, Sony Michelle plus 480. Damian Williams, plus 470. Kelsey, 550. Tyreek Hill, plus 600. Edelman, 850. James White, 900. Gronk, 900. Sammy Watkins, 1100. That's the neighborhood that most people might be in, right? Plus 1,000, let's say. Jim Ross, there's a guy here who is at plus 10,000. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. 
and I'm saying this is a flyer. I admit that this is a flyer. But we're talking about uh, Jason Finley thinks Gronks gets two. Interesting. Um, oh, okay, strong style. Now I know what it is. No, Jim Ross, not the QBs. Not QBs passing. This would be Tom Brady would be like if he had two one-yard sneaks, right? But check this out, Jim Ross. There's a guy at plus 10,000 to get two touchdowns, and I've seen it happen this year. Jim Ross, that's right. I'm talking about James Devlin. I'm talking about James Devlin. I've seen it happen. You've seen it happen. I was riding the stereotype Sony Michelle all season long, and there's been multiple weeks where Devlin has vultured multiple touchdowns. You tell me it's going to be 15 degrees at Arrowhead? Jim Ross, come on. It's possible that he could have three carries for four yards and two touchdowns, right? Here's my thing. Listen, it's plus 10,000. I don't, like, think it's going to happen. But honestly, who's with me? Jim Ross, you want to get down on this? If I get 10 bucks from Jim Ross, 10 bucks from Strong Style, let's go in, put 50 bucks on it. We hit at plus 10,000. We get, you know, we win 5K. We win 5K. I've seen it happen before. Listen, I think that, I don't think it's going to happen, right? But I think he shouldn't be at plus 10,000. Listen, if, if, if Rex Burkhead is at plus 2,400, if Chris Hogan is at plus 3,000, honestly, that's where Devlin should be in that same kind of range. All I'm saying is that I think there's some value there. It's in the same as like when I put a guy in my DFS lineup, I don't think he's going to dominate, but I think he's a value at his price. I think Devlin at plus 10,000 to score two touchdowns is a value at his price. Thank you. Gregory Castillo telling me it's not crazy. Uh, Jim Ross, hey, what do you want to do, bro? I'll match. Yeah, let's do it together, bro. Let's put in the ticket together. I want 10 from Jim Ross. You know, my man D Blue uh, 213, Las and True. That's viable. Let's collect it. Let, I'm going to tell my man, Frankie Stamp. Roto Frank, he goes over to like the Meadowlands or Monmouth every Friday to drop in some bets. I'll be like, yo, throw a couple of shekels on James Devlin to score two touchdowns. All right. That's where I'm going on that. Brian, there it is. Brian's got 10 on it. Brian's got 10 on it. Jason Finley has a buck on it. Jim Ross wants to get down. Jim Ross, I'm not crazy on this one, right? Like, no, I don't think it's going to happen. But I've seen crazier things happen. Honestly, Jim Ross and everybody else, if we were doing this bet every week of the NFL season, right, for like 100 bottles a pop, we'd be up nine grand on this bet, all right? So I'm going to throw it out there. If you got the stones to do it, hey, maybe we should do it, all right? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So when I look at other ways to win money this weekend, you know, it's not only because, look, I'll get, I'm going to give you my picks, right, in a couple of, uh, in the next segment. We're going to do all speeds versus the kids. We got some great picks. Jim Ross, I didn't get anything from Candace, but that's okay. All right, we still love what she did. She went two and two so far. I will, however, Jim Ross, if you send me her picks before, you know, tomorrow or whatever, we don't have time to play them, but I will count her picks in the standings, all right? So if you want to put that in, that's what I'm saying. Um, And then also, I told you about those props, player prop parlays. If you look at the AFC game, here's where I'd be going, okay? You go to the player prop parlays. Um, You know, on the Chiefs side, if you like the Chiefs, it's Patty Mahomes 350, 
Damian Williams, 100 yards rushing. It's Tyreek Hill, 100 yards receiving. Sammy Watkins, 50. Or Travis Kelsey, 100. I don't know if any of those are the ones that I like, to be quite honest. I have Kelsey as my DFS tight end this week. But on FanDuel, you know, you got Kelsey at 7,400. Then there's a huge drop to Gronk, who's second. I am playing for Kelsey because I think Gronk is a shadow of his former self. But none of those guys really speak to me. If you like New England, however... I really think James White to have 50 receiving yards is cash, is money. So Jim Ross and anybody out there who might like the Pats, right? If you get the Pats, you're taking the three points or you get the money line plus 150. You pair that with something like James White to have 50 plus yards receiving. And instead of plus 170, all of a sudden it's plus 360. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to find ways to have you guys win a little bit of extra cash as you go into Super Bowl season. All right. And by the way, Next week and getting into that, we're going to do Super Bowl props like, whoa. I am going to give you legitimate analysis on why orange color Gatorade will be poured on the winning coach or why the national anthem will go under one minute and 53 seconds or whatever it is, all right? We're going to have some fun with that. I'll give you my picks and my plays and all that. We'll get the kids involved as well. But I think that's a very interesting kind of idea, all right? Parlaying the game because all these teams are viable, but if you feel strongly about it, parlay that with one of these players. Again, if you want to get down with the show, the number to call is 347-767-6614. AJR, I will accept Candace's picks live on air if she wants to call in to 347-767-6614. Thanks to everybody that's watching right now. I will say, however, I will say, however, uh, a strong style, Jim Ross, you know, guys, uh, we're in the single digits on this like button right now. We're supposed to be smashing that like button. You know, uh, Jason Finley, you're asking about the Tyreek return TD props. You know what's interesting? When I was thinking about the two touchdowns thing, um, Devlin was the guy that I'm on. I'm still on it, right? But the other one that's interesting, also at plus 10,000, is the Patriots defense and special teams. And that, to me, gets into the Corderell Patterson return kind of touchdown, right? If you want to think the same thing, that's how I would go. The Chiefs defense scoring two touchdowns. If you think one of these returners, Tyreek or Corderell, can get a kickoff return or a punt return, here's the one thing I'll say and why I lean towards the Patriots defense in this scenario. Patty Mahomes is the gunslinger, that sort of thing. It's been, these coin flips have just been coming up heads for Patty Mahomes all season long. I understand if you think law of averages, someone's going to pick one of these things off. He might get a pick six. If you remember the Chiefs-Rams game, that crazy 54-51 game, the Rams, I think, may have scored two defensive touchdowns in that one, right? The Rams' defense, I know, earned over like 20 fantasy points despite the fact they gave up 51 to the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? So that's viable to me. I think the Pats' defense and special teams, also at plus 10,000, could be interesting as well. To me, you need a return out of Corderell, right? And then what you also need is like the strip sack scoop and score or the pick six. But because Patty Mahomes is um, a risk taker, shall we say, I think you got a chance of that coming up. Like you don't got a chance of really Tom Brady making those uh, mistakes, in my opinion. So that's the way um, that should be. 
All right, so uh, we'll see about that. Here's we're going to go. Yo, Strong Style is asking about the national anthem. It, the over-under is like 153 all the time. I always look at who is singing it and what their ethnicity is and if they're going to hold that last note for long. We'll get into that. When we come back, guys, Speeds versus the Kids. We got Zoe's picks also, so there's going to be no controversy. They're legit this week. Come on back. Find out who everybody picked. I got you too, Declan. But let's see if anybody could beat the spitting statistician. Come on back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Little Fat Joe, you know I'm partial to Puerto Ricans from the Bronx. Your boy Spittin' Speeds is one of them. So we're going to lean back, lean back, yeah, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle, you know, Spittin' Statistician, Stable Genius, Vocal Minority. Hey, Jim Ross, it's all good. You know, it's a school night. I completely understand. Don't worry about it, brother man. Um, you know, I got, I got Marco T., over here on my Patreon being like, I got 10 on it. I got other people being like, yo, let's do this. I, I don't know how we do this collaboratively, guys. I'm not sure how we can do this collaboratively. I'm down, you know, but we got to find out a way to make this bet. I got to find out a way to get, get everybody's uh, money and all that good stuff. Ya tu sabe, Jeremy in the building. Yo, Jeremy, we're going to be coming up on episode 420 sometime this summer. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking ideas. Uh, maybe I should have my pen on set that day. But I digress. Hey, um, uh, Henry Henderson. Hey, Speeds, what's the line that you beat the kids for championship Sunday? All right. Well, let's get to it. All right. First of all, we about to do stats over beats. Yeah, you know what it is, Jeremy. Um, all right. We're going to do Speeds versus the kids. To recap where we are so far. JR's lovely daughter, Candace. Uh, went two and two last week. Uh, we got our man Declan Allen William Davis. Big shout out to Derek Davis. Uh, Declan went two and two last week. Audrey, my goose, my goddaughter, she went two and two. Dylan went three and one. Dylan is riding high right now. We're going to have to figure out win percentage or wins because Dylan's three and one. The unicorn in training, my girl Michaela M. Dot has gone four and four so far, two weeks. Uh, two and two, two weeks in a row. Danny Otto, my man down there in the fantasy pit of misery, uh, has been is five and three so far. Zoe, with the controversy, right? We vacated her Saints Eagles picks because honestly, guys, you know what happened there, right? Father was leading the witness and all that. Big shout out to my boy Matt. Um, Zoe's four and three right now because we vacated that other pick, and your boy Speeds is six and two. So I'm out in front. Y'all know how it is. Speeds versus the kids for three years in a row. Let's talk about this, though. We got some great picks. We got some great picks. Uh, Venmo Brian, do we got you down there? 
Danny Otto, Venmo Brian, what do we got? I'm here. All right, cool. Do we have Venmo Brian as well or no? We should. All right, yeah. cool. Well, we're getting him up and ready to go, and here's all that. Now, um, I want to hear some of these picks from these kids. So just tell me whose pick are we going to hear? What are we hearing? Are we going to talk AFC game first or NFC? What do we got? What do we got loaded up and ready to go? I have Dylan's pick. Dylan, for which game? For the uh, Rams and Saints. All right, let's see what Dylan has to say. Oh, I know what Dylan has to say about this. <laughs> what does Dylan have to say for the NFC Championship game? Who is he picking? And interestingly enough, why? Let's give Dylan's pick. Dylan, let's make your predictions for this week for Uncle Dan. Check this out. Okay, Listen to him, sir. I'm in second place. I'm doing good. <laughs> he says, I'm in second right, place. Daddy, I'm doing good. Okay. Hey, calm down, Dylan. All right? Calm down. We're talking about the Los Angeles You've done one week. Let's calm down. All right. Let's see who he's got. What's your pick, Tito? Los Angeles Rams. Why? Because I just, I was just playing with Franco and Matt in a football game on uh, the PlayStation, and they, I found that they're really good because when I played one player when he was teaching me the game, I found that they were really good, but I beat them by a touchdown. Okay, cool. So it sounds like he was playing with the Rams on Madden. Did some good stuff. So he's a Rams fan now. He's riding with the Rams. That's all good. Um, Danny Otto or Venmo Brian. We got Audrey as well. Audrey is Dylan. By the way, just so you guys know, his name is Dylan, but I call him Tito. That's his nickname. So you may hear both, okay? Um, Audrey is Dylan's older sister. Um, can we give Audrey's pick on the NFC Championship game? Who's Audrey going with in the NFC Championship game? Let's hear that one. New England Patriots versus Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, I said the NFC yeah, Championship game. I thought we said the NFC Championship game because she has a very interesting reason on why she's picking her team for the NFC Championship game. So we'll get that one loaded up. In the meantime, let's go to Michaela. Who do we got? Who's Michaela taking? Who does Michaela like this week? Can we go to Michaela, please? I'm going to take the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints. Why, Michaela? Because the only... LA team I like is the Chargers. There you go. As you know, Michaela and her whole family have been Chargers fans for a while. So she's like, forget the other LA team. I'm going. Forget the Rams. I'm going to pick the Saints. Uh, we got that now? We got Audrey? Yep. All right, let's do Audrey's NFC game. Pick. Audrey, here are the matchups for this week for Uncle Dane's show. Daddy, who are they again? The Los Angeles Rams yeah. versus the New Orleans Saints. Wait, hold on. Who do you think is going to win there? Who do we got, Audrey? You don't know. It's a tough game to pick. It really is. It's a tough game to pick. Anytime now, Audrey. Who's she going to pick? <laughs> the Saints because they have their Saints and they can win. Ah, she's thinking about divine intervention potentially here. All right, cool. She's riding with God. Hey, Jeremy McMahon, I'm on James White this week. All right, I'm on James White this week. I think he catches a ton of balls. And I can't be on Sony Michelle because the way Sony Michelle helps you, Jeremy McMahon, is by scoring touchdowns. I can't have Sony Michelle scoring touchdowns. I need those touchdowns to get vultured by James Devlin. All right, so I'm on James White this week. All right, cool. Let's keep on going to picks here. Let's keep on going to picks. We've heard from Dylan. We've heard from Audrey. We've heard from Michaela. All right, here's what we got to do. We got to hear Zoe's picks. Can we? I don't want to hear any controversy, anything like that. And the funny part is, my boy, 
you know, uh, Zoe's father, he was like, yo, what the audience decide on the pick? And I was like, yo, these guys were killing you as a father for playing the, your, your disappointing daddy card, you know? So, uh, and then I was like, who she got this week? And he goes, Pat's. I was like, did you even ask her or are you just telling me? I was like, I need audio and video. So let's do it. Let's get to Zoe's official picks for this week. Let's play Zoe's picks. Do you want both or you want just... Eh, whatever we got. All right, we'll give you both. Ooh. You got to pick your football team. Uncle Payne's show. She's not with it. She was like cranky. She don't want to get down. Who do you like? She's clearly throwing a temper tantrum right now. Chiefs or the Patriots? Hello, Pookie Poo. She don't want to do it because she knows he's mired in controversy. Come on, you got to be cooperative. Otherwise, you're not going to get a treat tomorrow. Oh, wow. They're hanging. Oh, my, wow. Like Zoe's in a tough one. Can for the camera? Patriots. Likes the Patriots. Okay. Wait, okay. there's one more game. We're giving her the Patriots. There's the Rams and the Saints. Who's going to win? Gonna pick. The Saints. All right. There it is. All right. So yeah. that's legit. So here's what we got. Zoe's going Pats and Saints. Michaela's going Chiefs and Saints. Dylan's going Chiefs and Rams. Audrey's going Pats and Saints. Let me get my man Declan Allen William Davis. Big shout out to Derek Davis on Twitter. Sent me his son again. Let me get some of Declan's picks. Who's Declan riding with in these games? Okay, tell them who you are. Declan Allen Davis. Declan Allen William Davis. I like that, Declan. Way to come strong with it, brother man. Start off with the AFC. Who do you got? It's the Chiefs versus the Patriots. Who do you want to win? The Chiefs. He's got the Chiefs. All right. All right. Going with Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. riding with Patty Mahomes. All sure. Right. Next of all. <laughs> we like that. The next one will be the NFC side. Yeah, who's Declan like in the oh. NFC the game? Rams Let's see. versus the Saints. Versus the Saints. Yep. Who do you want to win, the Rams or the Saints? Saints. Saints. All right. Check this out. And I got to tell you, this is the best thing of all time. Oh, no, keep it playing. That was the best part. We got to keep it playing. That was the best part. He says, you know, he says goodbye to me. Check it out. (laughs) Yeah, there you go, spitting speeds. I like that. So check this out. I'm I'm nervous, Danny. I'm nervous, Danny, because Dylan, who is three and one, right, and is picking at a 75% clip, he's the only kid who picked the Rams. So if the Rams win, Dylan's got a shot to beat Speeds. You know what I'm saying? Dylan's going to gain a game on people. Uh, so I'm a little bit worried. I wonder if I just got to m- mimic Dylan's picks just so he can't get above me. I'm a little bit worried. Hey, Danny, who you like this weekend? Uh, I mean, I, I got to go Saints. Okay. For sure. You're on the Saints. So Dylan will gain a game on everybody, it yeah, looks like. All right, okay, keep going. Yeah. He, what else you got? Definitely. Uh, AFC, you like Chiefs or the Pats? I got to go Chiefs. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so you're on Chiefs Saints, right? I look now as our poll question, and I ask you, when we wake up on Monday morning, what will the Super Bowl matchup be? Thank you to the hundreds of people who have already voted so far. 47% of you are on Saints Chiefs as your matchup. 23% of you are on Saints Pats. So if I do a little quick math, that means 70% of you like the Saints in the NFC Championship game. Rams Chiefs are 20%. Rams Pats are only 10%. Rams Pats are only 10% of you. So 30% of you like the Rams to 70% for the Saints. Patriots are 33%. Chiefs are 67%. So two-thirds of you are going with the... The Chiefs, 
70% of you are going with the Saints. You know how I love to fade the public all the time, right, guys? You know I love to fade the public. Danny, it sounds like you are also, you are going Chief Saints. I'm worried about Dylan, Danny. I'm worried about Dylan. I'm worried that Dylan can leapfrog me here. I don't want to leave the door worried. open yeah. for Dylan to beat me. Okay? I will never hear the end of it. You heard the beginning of it. He's like, I'm in second place. I'm doing good. We can't let that kid pop off and actually beat speeds, right? <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> damn it. I need the damn it doll, guys. I need the damn it doll. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Danny, in the NFC title game, I am standing up and getting crunk. Who that? I'm taking the New Orleans Saints. I think the Saints um, get to the Super Bowl. I think Sean Payton and Drew Brees are too tough to beat in that building. I think the loss of Cooper Cup is a big deal for the Rams. You know that they've it hasn't been the same. I don't know if Gurley's 100 percent yet. I do. I am worried about the loss of Sheldon Rankins in the middle of that line for the Saints. I'm worried. I'm worried that Rankins is going to be a big. Missing piece, allowing Gurley and Anderson to run the ball. But I just don't see anybody beating the Saints in that dome right now. So straight up, I am taking the New Orleans Saints to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. In the AFC, you don't get rich betting against the Pats. That's exactly what I said to you. I want the Pats to lose. Everybody on God's green earth wants the Pats to lose, maybe except for Jim Ross, you know, whatever it is. Um, give me the home teams. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. I am my, my pick for Super Bowl 53 at this moment in time is the Kansas City Chiefs and the New Orleans Saints. Let me tell you something, though. The NFL ain't going to go bad on this one, regardless of the matchup. It could be Rams-Chiefs. We saw that game. It was 54-51. to It could be Pats-Rams. Everyone would love that. It could be Pats-Saints. you know, Everyone would love that. Breeze and Brady. The NFL is going to get it, a matchup that they like, regardless. My official picks are the Chiefs and the Saints this weekend. So check this out. Let's say it is Chiefs-Rams, like Dylan predicts. If he's right, he goes to 5-1. and one. I would go 1-1 one and one in that scenario to 7-3. and three. What's better, Danny? 5-1 and one or 7-3? and three? What's better, in your opinion? Who would be leading in that scenario? Because none of the other kids can catch me. You know, it's only Dylan that can catch me, right? Dylan, if he goes 5-1 and one, and I'm sitting at 7-3, and three, who's better? What do you think, Danny? I don't know because we were talking about this before the show. I don't get how you figure how you equalize it out. Like, I know we gotta do like that less, winning percentage yeah, thing. Somebody has Juan Juan thinks that we're crazy to go KC. He's going with the Pats. Here's what I'll say though, Juan: the Pats are a, a dynasty and crazy. Even in this run, it's been very very different when Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Pats are not in Foxborough. My man, Jim, my man, uh, oh, man, all you kids are thinking, all you guys are thinking Tito would beat me, huh? <laughs> Gregor Castillo saying the 5-1, and one, D. Blue saying the 5-1. and one. Do I change my pick just to cover Dylan? I can't do that. I can't bring myself to do that. I can't be manipulated by a damn six-year-old. That ain't going to happen. Um, I'm just going to ride and the Saints are going to beat the Rams, and then we put Dylan to bed. But this idea of, I think the, the Pats are a very different team 
on the road than they are at Foxborough. That's why I thought it was so important when the Eagles beat the Texans in week 16, making, you know, the Pats would have been the three seed and have to be on the road a couple times. I don't want, I don't think they get there going the road route. If this game was in Foxborough, it'd be different. I'd be, it'd be very hard for me to do anything but take the Pats. All right, Juan. But I like, um, I like Kansas City because they are the home team. Uh, all right. Oh, Juan is saying, I will know who J.C. Jackson is this weekend. Remember the name. That's interesting. Um, we'll see. We'll see about that. Oh, he's from Massachusetts. That's part of it. I think Arrowhead and the, the, the temperatures and all that stuff, I think, I think the Chiefs are going to take it. I think the Saints are going to take it. That is my official pick. You guys are thinking that, you know, don't get me wrong. I agree with you, Belichick greater than sign Andy Reid and that kind of thing. Reid may defecate the mattress on a time management thing, on a going for it kind of thing, on a, on a replay challenge, on a stupid time that burns a timeout. Andy Reid is liable to do one of those things, but I'm still taking it. I'm a little bit worried, though, that you guys all think that Dylan at 5-1 and one would be better than me at 7-3. and three. We would still have our Super Bowl pick, right? But I might be in a position where I have to just take the other side of whatever Dylan says. Can you believe that? I, I'm going to have an eight. Uh, how old is Dylan? Let's see. He's like six. I'm going to have a six-year-old back me into a corner. That's real tough. In any event, Danny, I want to ask you something because I got an announcement to make in a couple of minutes as well. What do you think is the best moments of the Cypher season so far? Is it the Galladay song? Is it Henry Henderson? Is it me splitting my matchups with JR and all the smack talk when he set my lineup for me? Animal football, the drones flying over me and my unicorn's head at the beach. What was your favorite moments of the season here for the Stats Overbeat Cypher? That's so tough. I mean, you just went through them all really quick, and they instantly, like, I was like, oh, no, that one's good. No, no, that one's good, too. Like, I was sitting down here. Danny Lee Skyping me from an undisclosed location. Yeah, that was really cool. Young Kaz coming on the set. Jilly Dilly giving us her Galladay song. You know, that was yeah, good stuff. The the Han- She gave me the Hanukkah chant. Um, yeah. The, the yeah. Hanukkah prayer as well. What do you think, man? That's Game of inches. It's so tough. I think all of them are really. Yeah, I mean, it's good stuff. It's been it's been awesome so far. I want to thank the Stats Overbeat Cipher for show, um, and I do want to let you guys know something. Okay, starting next week, Fantasy Freestyle is moving to a different schedule. Okay, um, part of the things it's in combination with some other stuff going on here in the network, right? And don't worry about it. You're still going to get your full full fill of speeds. Don't worry. I am actually technically going to be on air more hours than I currently am, okay? But because it is not football season, we're going to move to it's a new day. There it is, D-Blue. We're going to move to a different schedule. I'm going to be doing freestyle only once a week, and it's going to be on Mondays moving forward, okay? So you can still catch me with Stats Overbeat Cypher. There are some larger announcements that this network is making about the morning schedule. You guys know you can hear me every morning. Uh, we're going to be doing some pretty big things. There's going to be plenty of times to see your boy Spittin' Speeds, the stable genius, the vocal minority, the Spittin' Statistician, okay? But there's going to be some changes. Tune in from now on Mondays for the Fantasy Freestyle. We'll recap this. Hopefully Devlin gets two goal line carries. Hopefully Tito goes down. And uh, I'll see y'all Monday. We'll talk Super Bowl prop bets, Super Bowl leans, all that good stuff. And there's some bigger news and announcements going on. You'll see speeds a lot.